Rabbi good morning. A good Erev Shabbos. Erev Shabbos Kodesh. Parashas Noyach. Tavshin Pei Beis. We're holding uh, in the month of Cheshvan. We just finished Rosh Chodesh Cheshvan. And uh, two days Rosh Chodesh. And the truth is, is that what we're going to speak today really ties in just some themes. I heard a shear from uh, Rav Satorsky. So I'm basically um, parroting some of his Gavalika insights, and uh, it really lessons of the parsha and relating to the month and the months that we just went through. The truth is, it's really hard to believe that we've finished two months of Gavalika, Gavalika Aliyah, the month of Elul, which was the Hakdama, the <coughs> the preamble of the month of Tishrei, Tishrei, which we had Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, we were involved with in Yonim of Kedusha and Tyra and Mimamlech the Melech. And that allowed us to enter into great simcha and great joy with the Yontif of Sukkot, which culminated with Shemini Atzeris and Simcha's Torah, where we danced with the Sefer Torah. And uh, even the completion of the month we had a Shabbos Bereshis last week. Kiminig uh, We all went to Kedushim for the Chassan Torah, the Chassan Bereshis. Uh, I myself was Zorcha to make a Kiddush in my house because I was Zorcha to buy and to have the COVID of the Chassan Torah. And many of my friends came. And it was Gavaldika Simcha, and there was different Torah, and there was good food. And, and we had a tremendous amount of joy. These two months have been in a months of, on one hand, avayda, an element of cleansing ourselves, of sanctifying ourselves, of receiving much, much chizuk and much simcha, much joy. And in a very short period, all of a sudden now, we enter into the month of what's called Mar Cheshvin, the bitter month of Cheshvin. It really is, it relates to the fact that there's no Yom Tevim during this month, and it's the beginning of the winter, things are getting colder, the rain season is beginning to come in. As we open, we pray, as we're davening for Mashiach, we're married Agashim, and in a short time, here in Eretz Yisrael, we're going to also add on the same Talamot Livracha. And uh, the month of Cheshvan, we know, as Rashi brings down in this week's parsha, is uh, was the month that the Mabel started. And everything comes from the Torah. Everything comes from the parasha. So we want to try to understand what lessons we can learn of this significant change from the month of Tishrei and the month of Elul, which preceded it. And all of a sudden, we like kind of like this tremendous drop into the month of Cheshvin. And the truth is, we can see from the fact that the Torah account tells us in detail that the Mabel started in the month of Cheshvin, and uh, the Torah tells us that on the 17th day of Cheshvan, which was the second month, the HaKadosh um, Baruch Hu commands, uh, commands Noyach go into the Teva, and uh, and um, later on it says, it's, it's, excuse me, I quoted the wrong Pasuk, I heard the Pasuk, which is at the end of the Mabel, but the beginning of the Mabel, um, the Pasuk says, 
והיא בשנה שיש מראשון לחיינוך בחודש השני, בשבע עשר לחודש, that was the time when HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the Mabel, Nifka Kol Maynus Tan Rabba, by Rubus HaShemayim, Niftach, and Rashi says, according to Rebelezer, that's the month of Cheshvan. And here it says that Moshe, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu commands Noyach, Boy El HaTeva, that he should come to the Teva. Later on, when the year ends, and it speaks about uh, the the Mabel ending, so it says, Again, it was in the same month, but it was the um, the twenty the twenty seventh of the month of Sharitz, and Hakadosh Baruch Hu commands Noach to go out from the table. And what happens when Noach goes out from the table? Later on, it says, "Vayochel Noach." Noach, he was he did divrei chulin. He did something which was chulin. He started planting. He went, became a farmer, menadoma, and to a certain extent, he created grapes and wine, and he drank the wine. And this was considered a lashon of chulin. The message is to us is very very simple: that the mabel takes place during the month of cheshvan. Cheshvan is the time when somehow things drop. The Sfarim explained that Adam was Nivra the Tishrei. Adam was born in the month of Tishrei. Tishrei is the union of Yashris, of Yashar, of being straight. Man was made straight. And the whole Avodah of Elul in the month of Tishrei is for us to straighten ourselves out. And uh, this is what we did during the month of Tishrei. As we said, the elements of Kedusha and Taira and Tshuva, and that brings Simcha. Simcha le Yishrei Leiv. Simcha is brought to the people that are considered Yishrei Leiv. And this is similar to what we find in the Gemara Nida says that when the, the Vlad, the infant, is created in its infancy, in, its mother's, in the mother's stomach, so what does he do? It's, it's days of great joy. He's sitting and learning the Torah together with the Malach. And uh, I, just, I saw her, saw over that the Sfasemis would stand up for a woman that was was expecting, because literally he said, she's carrying a Lebedekasei for Torah as my Rosh Hashiva, Reb Chaim Shmulevitz, that's all he used to say over. And the, he used to say that a pregnant woman that's looking like the Oren HaKadosh, carrying a Lebedekasei for Torah. So the Teva is this, that's the concept of the Teva. The Teva was the area that Kodesh Baruch Hu said, that even though he's going to destroy the world, but the Teva was that Arun HaKodesh. It's the Beis HaKnesis. It's the place where we are able to somehow surround ourselves with a Yitzar, with a, with a Tzayhar, with the light of the Teva. And this all takes place because HaKodesh Baruch Hu recognizes, just like the Vlad as soon as the child, when it leaves the mother's stomach, the malach comes and the malach gives him a little flick on his on his top of his lip, and it causes him to forget. So in the same way, Hakadosh Baruch Hu recognizes that we're going to leave the months of Tishrei. We're going to leave the months where we have the ability to be surrounded completely by Torah, be surrounded ourselves in a complete fashion. How much did we time did we spend in shul? How much time did we spend in the Beis Knesset? How much were we surrounded 
by Tefillah and Torah and Midas Tevis. And that's the month of Shvi. The month of Shvi is Tishrei, Lashon of Seveya. Lashon where literally we're, we're filled up, we're filled up with Kedusha. The Malach now comes in the month of Cheshvan. And the month of Cheshvan is the eighth month. And the Arizal says it's Keneged Menashe. Menashe is considered the eighth. And the Indian of Menashe is Kinashani Elohim is Kolamoli. It's the concept of forgetting. And just like the child forgets the Torah, so to a certain extent, this is also the nature of man. We forget the great days that we had. And there's a great fear that we're going to be We're going to become like Nayach. We're going to be an Ish Chol. Uh, he, bring, he brought down an unbelievable word from the Blushva Rebbe's grandfather, one of the great Rebbe's, that Mar Cheshvin is the, Rosh, is the letters of Roshem Noyach, impression of Noyach. What's the impression of Noyach? Noyach is 58. The month of Elul and Tishrei has is considered the 58 days, excluding the, the Rosh Chodesh. The the 58th day created a tremendous Roshim. And this is what Mar Cheshvan is supposed to allow us to understand, that even though it's a time of Nashani, of forgetting, but the question is, how much did we put into our Avoda, and what can we take from our Avoda, of the Roshim, of the Nun Ches, and how much can we bring it into the Teva, we might, we might not be in the Teva the way we were in the month of Tishrei, in the month of Elul. But we can retain whatever we had from those days. And that's Marumas in the beginning of the parasha. Eile toldus Noyach. These are the toldus of Noyach. Noyach is tzaddik. It was his maizim toivim. But according to this, we can understand Eile toldus Noyach. What are the toldus of Noyach of the 58 days of Elul and Tishrei? What do we do with them? How do we bring or into our mundane lives, into our chulun lives? And the, to bring the, 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 the Yishrei, the Yashar of the days of Bereshus. Bereshus is also Aleph Tishrei, the first of Tishrei, to bring the or that we had from those, from those two months that we just went through. And if we take that, we can enter into the world of Toyu the world of Bavel, the world of Bilbul, the world of Bull. And this is what we come into the Teva. This is what we're supposed to take out of the Teva. We should be Yotzev and Nichnas into the Teva, those great lessons which we were able to maintain, to bring out with us into our world today as well. Nayach is really an unbelievable person. On one hand, the Chazal say, Nayach was a tzaddik, and Rashi himself points out, that yesh darshan l'shvach, yesh darshan l'gnai. Some people say that he, if he would have been in the days, if he was a tzaddik in the, in the days of such calamities, how much more so he would have been great in the days of Avram. And now people say, no, yesh darshan l'gnai, he was only great in his generation, but he would have been in the generation of of, of Avram, of Vino, he would have been nechshav l'klum. He wouldn't have been, he wouldn't have been considered anything. And it's really a pella. How can we say that about Nayach? Nayach is the one that that uh, the whole world is built from Nayach. On the other hand, there's a Pella. Nayach was 120 years he was building the Teva, and we don't see that there was even one person that changed their life, and they decided to do Tshuva. Only Nayach and his family. 
How could it be? So the answer is, I saw brought down from Rav Shwab Zatzal, that Noyach, he wasn't involved in what we know today, popularly known as Kirov Rechaikim, being the Kair of people. He didn't publicize into the world that there's a Rabbanish into the world, like Abmavinu did. He himself was affected by the generation that surrounded him. The generation that surrounded him, they were Chamas. They were interested in themselves. They weren't interested in their neighbor. They would steal. They would even mate with their ones which weren't their same species. They were only Isaac in their own tithes, only Isaac in themselves. Nayach, on the other hand, was a tzaddik. He was involved with Kedusha, but the Kedusha was just a Kedusha for himself. He didn't have the tenacity to go out and to be mashpia Kedusha on others. And that's Pshat, according to his generation, he was a tzaddik. Meaning to say, he went according to the shita of his generation. It was like Lashita Sadar, he was a tzaddik. He was a tzaddik for himself, not like Abhimavim. And therefore, it's not such a pellet, because if we will learn the lesson not to be from, what we should take from Noach, not to be, not to learn from Noach, that Noach was, unfortunately he was saved, but he wasn't able to save anybody else. We have to realize that our generation's generation, we have to look and we have to search what can we do to save others. I saw Gavaldika Maisa, you know, we're living in a world of Toyo Vavayu, there's no question about it. And in the midst of all the Tayyavavayu, there's still a lot of great Kiruv that's going on. And um, not just professional Kiruv that the people go out and be Makaira of people, but listen to a story of Byron Leib Steinemann, Zaycha Tzadik Levracha. There was a, 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 a Kolo young man, his son was Zaycha to finish the Mesechta, and the father, he finished the Mesechta, the Mesechta, he learned Bain Hastorim, not even during the regular times of the yeshivas learning. And he decided to make a big siyam for him and uh, he invited a lot of people. And then afterwards he wanted to take him for a bracha. He took him to Rabbi Aaron Leib and he told Rabbi Aaron Leib that this bracha finished the Masechta Bein Astarim and Rabbi Aaron Leib was very nispal and Rabbi Aaron Leib even gave him a bechina. He tested him. He asked him certain questions and the bracha didn't, wasn't just someone who just learned. He really understood and Rabbi Aaron Leib was very, very happy. And he said to him, no, did you tell your grandfather? I guess maybe he knew his grandfather. I just wanted to know if he instructed his grandfather as well. He said, for sure, I told my grandfather. No, and what did your grandfather give you for a present? So he told him, he gave me a, a bar of chocolate. So Rebaran laughed and he said, a bar of chocolate? That's a present from, a, from before 200 years. 200 years ago, that's what they used to give. Today, that's not enough. That's not considered a present. You have to know every generation has to know its generation, what it needs. And Baron Leib went over to his drawer and he pulled out a $100 bill and he gave the Bunker $100. So first you see, it's an amazing, amazing thing. Baron Leib was mechashiv and he wanted to give covet to this boy to give him chizuk and he gave him $100 to Tamatana that he'll remember for the rest of his life. But the main thing is he wanted to show him that we have to know how we have to be Makairiv our children today. Today, our children, they're living in a world, like we said before, the generation, the generation, which is mashpia. So we have to use all the tricks of the trade in order to be mechazik our children and our neighbors in, 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 in the world that we live in today. I don't know, maybe you have to get bitter coins 
type of currency. I'm not, not uh, necessarily a fan of it. I don't know much about it. But I'm just saying we have to know what does the generation need? How do we create a massive that our families and our children will receive chizuk and will want to gravitate to the light of the Torah again with the chocolate bars of our generation. Another Maisa will end off with, in a similar fashion, there was a great Rosh Hashiva here in Eretz Yisrael. His name was Rabbi Avram Ganachovsky, Zechatzarek He was a great Talmud Chacham, and he was the Rosh Hashiva of the Chabin Yeshiva. In the Chabin Yeshiva, which was named after the Chabin Rav, they had a minig on the yard side of the Chabina Rav that one of the Talmidim of the Yeshiva would be would prepare a pilpul, a shtikl Torah from the Svarim of the Chabina, and would say it over for the whole Olam, and there would be a big Suda. And it was a big thing to be chosen, to be the one that would give this pilpul shir. And Rabbi Avram Kanachovsky, he appointed a certain Talmud, and not only the appointed Talmud, he told him the shtikl Torah to prepare, and then he even went to him a few times, and he, he learned with him the people to make sure they had it right. But listen to what a great Rosh Hashiva does. Now, the day of the Suda, Rabbi Avram went to the office and said, listen, we have to have a photographer come to take pictures, because the boy's going to speak, and his parents are going to have something to remember. And they went, the office went, they hired a photographer to come, and the photographer came and took pictures. There was only one problem. At the end, when, the, when, the, when the, the pictures were given over to Rabbi Avram to give to the Bachar, Rabbi Avram saw that there were no pictures taken at the time when the Bachar was saying the Shtikl Torah together with the Rosh Hashivas. So he called the Bachar and he said, Listen, I want you to come to my office. And I want you to take pictures. We brought the Tzalam because I want you to have a mascara, I want you to have something to remember, and you should give to your parents that they should see that you were together. And he went and he took the mashkiach, Rabbi Yaman Rimmer, the son-in-law of Yashiv, and they both sat next to the bachar, and they took pictures, and they took a nice picture, and Rabbi Avram took a look at the picture, and he said to the photographer, is it a good picture? Let's take another one, and take another one. He wanted to make sure that the bachar should have something to list, a mascarit, that would be an everlasting memorial to remember what he had accomplished and the fact that Rosh Hashivas were mechabedim. Rabbi said, this is what we should take into the month of Cheshvan. Let's take the Yashras of Tishrei. Let's take the, the, the 58 days, the Toldus of Nayach of Elul and Tishrei. And this is the way we enter into the Teva. The Rabbi Shem should give us all a schus, beginning in Uzman, we should try our utmost to be connected to the Torah. Those of us that are able to go into a base medrash to yeshiva to learn, those of us able to go to shiurim, to mechazik ourselves, to take the tzayhar of the teva, and mitzvah Hashem with that, will be zoichah mitzvah Hashem to get through the mabel, be zoichah to the coming of Mashiach Tzidkenu, to of Yemen, and wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos. Thank you very much for listening. We want to thank jfoundations.com. If you could sponsor any of our activities, be another way of addressing and being able to give over Torah to other people. Go on the website and show your support. Thank you very much for joining us.